0: I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force. The show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show was designed as an introduction to modern-day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Conspiracy in the Force. I've taken a short break due to personal reasons, but I'm back. Thank you for subscribing to this podcast. Since I've decided to step away from social media for the time being, subscribing may be the only current way to find out about new episodes, so thank you for sticking with me. Since I'm out of the Twitter and Instagram world now, I would appreciate it if you would share this podcast around, as I like to try to keep this podcast going as long as I can and gain new listeners. And I like to keep this going as long as people are still listening. Also, please check out and subscribe to my YouTube page at conspiracy Kyle, as I'll be adding more content on there in the future as well. Just look up my name, ConspiracyKyle, and that's Conspiracy with a K. If you do want to get a hold of me in the meantime, feel free to email me at conspiracyintheforce at gmail.com, and that conspiracy is with a C, just to confuse you. So that's conspiracyintheforce, all one word, no spaces, at gmail.com. I'm always open to any ideas you have for show topics or just any feedback you have on the podcast. Once again, that's force at gmail.com. Now on to the episode. This episode is titled, Misreading the Prophecy. One of the most hotly debated topics in Star Wars fandom is the prophecy of the Chosen One. The basic premise goes as follows. There's a Jedi that will come about born with no father that will destroy the Sith and bring balance to the Force. This prophecy comes into focus during the prequel trilogy when Qui-Gon Jinn decides to train Anakin Skywalker, a young slave boy whom he believes to be the Chosen One. Anakin was born of no father and he exhibited force abilities that were off the charts in terms of his actual physical abilities and in terms of his force-sensitive midichlorian count within his blood cells. The leaders of the Jedi Council, however, did not agree with Qui-Gon's assessment and determined that he was not to be trained. They sensed the darkness within them, especially Yoda. Qui-Gon, however, decided to go against the Council and train him anyways. After Qui-Gon was defeated in battle by Darth Maul, he assigned the tutelage of Anakin to his other Padawan, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan believed, like his master, that Anakin was truly the chosen one. Fast forward several years, and Anakin has found himself in the good graces of Chancellor Palpatine, who is secretly grooming him to be a dark side ally. Palpatine plays off of Anakin's frustration of not being granted the rank of Jedi Master and decides to appoint Anakin as his very own personal representative on the Jedi Council and to provide him with knowledge of what they're up to. Conversely, on the other side, Obi-Wan advises Anakin that since the Jedi Council doesn't trust Palpatine, they want him to spy on Palpatine for the Council, effectively making him a double agent which is a very difficult role for a young person to tip to a round end, especially one who has potential darkness within him. After this appointment, Jedi Master Mace Windu vocalizes his distrust of Anakin to Obi-Wan and Yoda, to which Obi-Wan refers Mace back to the prophecy. Basically, how could you distrust the one who will bring balance to the Force? And then Yoda chimes in with an ominous quote. He says a prophecy that misread may have been. And then, as we've discussed many times on this podcast, Anakin falls and turns to the dark side. At that point in the story, Obi-Wan expresses his frustration with Anakin after their fateful duel, which left Anakin scarred and dying, by stating, you were the chosen one. You were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. And from then on, Obi-Wan believed that Anakin was not the chosen one and decided to put his faith in Anakin's offspring, Luke. He even goes so far as to tell Luke that he needs to personally defeat Darth Vader. The person isn't just a machine, not a person now. He needs to be taken out. And then, as we all know, the story goes, Luke, very similar to Qui-Gon Jinn, turned his back on the advice of the great Jedi Masters by still believing there was good in his father, and he refused to kill him. Vader then, at the very end, reverts back to the light side as Anakin Skywalker and defeated the Emperor. For purposes of this conversation, we're going to leave out the sequel trilogy, because that just mucks up the story even more. So, truly, Anakin was the Chosen One. But for a period, it seemed like all was lost, and that this prophecy was a fraud. Not even the wisest Jedi Masters could have seen how this story was going to play out. It happened on the timeline of the force, not of any one individual. You may see where I'm going with this in relation to our world. As this podcast is being recorded here in late January 2021, former President Trump has left the White House seemingly without a fight, and sleepy Joe Biden and the far-left regime has taken over. Biden has subsequently rolled back all of Trump's policies, via a ridiculous amount of executive orders, and Congress is currently set to go forward with impeachment proceedings towards the outgoing president, for some reason. The election was stolen. Supreme Court cases on election fraud were not heard. Vice President Pence declined to push back on the Electoral College. Far-right activists were blamed for incidents at the Capitol. These activists, who were ridiculously labeled domestic terrorists, committed unspeakable acts, like taking selfies and wandering around hallways after security let them in without a fight. Many things that were, quote, prophesied that Trump would do weren't achieved. The deep state swamp was not drained. It seemed stronger than ever. The child abusers and the Hollywood elites are still walking around free without consequence. Quotes from the QAnon community, like trust the plan, Patriots in control, in where we go one, we go all, now it just seemed like empty words with empty meanings. Hope seems lost. But what timeline are we operating in? What time frame are we assuming these things were supposed to happen in? In Star Wars, events both good and bad happen on the timeline of the Force, just as they were meant to. In our world, events both good and bad happen on God's timeline, just as they're meant to. We can't force things into action that weren't meant to be. And the world we're in now was meant to be, whether we like it or not. Everything happens for a reason, even if we don't ever truly understand what the reason is. However, God does, because this is His timeline, and this is His world. Also... Did we misread these prophecies? Did we put stock into the wrong words or misinterpret the true meaning of things? I think now is a perfect time to reflect and examine our assumptions and learn from them. While I personally don't have any predictions about the future or what will happen next, we need to consider a few things. Because Trump is out now and Biden and the far left are in, does that mean we're in the fourth quarter? Or are we still at halftime? Is this the finale of the movie? Or are we still gathering strength right before the big battle? Is Trump done? Is the MAGA movement done? Should we really have ever put our faith in a single person to try to turn everything around? I don't have any answers. I'm, you know, grasping for answers myself. However, God is the only one who does hold the answers. We need to lean on him for knowledge and strength. He is and always will be the chosen one. May the force be with you, and may God's peace be with you.